Welcome back to the golf show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. I'm going to welcome our first guest this morning. Uh, this guy has seen 38 Masters. That's a lot of Masters. Uh, he is an outstanding columnist for Global Golf Post and um, a friend of many years, uh, Ron Green Jr. Um, he's one of the best in the business, and he's uh, joining us this morning. Good morning, Ron. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How's everything with you? Things are fine. Um, still waiting for it to be nice enough to do what you're going to be doing a little later this morning, get out and play a little golf. We haven't had any of that yet. Well, um, we got it here in Charlotte. We got a dose of Pittsburgh weather, whatever it was, three days ago. It was uh, suddenly started snowing, snowing enough to cover the ground. The azaleas are blooming and all that. And uh, so that was, I think, about the latest we ever get snow. And uh, so it wasn't quite gone, but it's, it's trying to turn green down here. Now, it will be plenty green down the road at Augusta when I get there next week. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. They have that magical way of keeping the flowers blooming and, and um, keeping the grass very green. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's remarkable how, how, what that place looks like, and I've been fortunate to go all those years, and every year, every day I go down there, I stand out there and look at it and just marvel at what it looks like. And I tell people all the time, I was lucky enough to cover 10 masters and you just <laughs> tv is a wonderful thing and hd and 75 inch screens it's all great and you get it you're really pretty you got to go there and stand like you said up by number one t and look out there it's it, tv just does not do it justice no and it, you, you'll, you'll hear Everybody experiences the first time they go, and then you hear it if you're walking around down there, people who are there for the first time, just the sort of scope of the elevation changes in the hills yep. and how, I mean, it bumps and rolls. I and mean, when you decide to leave that clubhouse and go down to the 12th green, it's a it's a fun walk going down there, straight being down there. Then you turn and have to head back up that hill, and you realize, okay, <laughs> let's yeah. go. Mm -hmm. I, I talked a little bit about um, earlier about how – Masters week remains pretty much the same as it has been. But today and tomorrow at the Masters, you know, uh, represents some change in how things are done down there. What's your, what, what's your viewpoint on all that? I think it's an enormous day in time for uh, both Augusta National and for the women's golf. I remember being in the uh, – chairman's press conference last year and Fred Ridley's first one and obviously Billy Payne had done so much and been so progressive in so many ways uh, that when you kind of thought Fred was going to sort of slide in and just get his feet under him and see where things go and maybe make some tweaks to the golf course and he announced the women's Augusta National Women's Amateur and it was just like I mean almost literally jaws dropped like did he just say what we think he said? And and now it's here, and you see the pictures, and you see the way it's up and handled down there, and you know it's just a huge day there at the club. And I think it will be uh, – I would expect a lot of televisions will be turned on there to see, A, the golf course, but to see how the women play it, see what kind of setup it is, and see who wins. Uh, it, it's a really big thing. And I think what they have done – I mean, going back to the – 
Asian Pacific, Asia Pacific amateur, the Latin American amateur, then the mm-hmm. drive chip and putt. Now this, I mean, for all the the perception of what Augusta National was for years and years, I mean, one of the first words I think of now with Augusta National is progressive because they have truly been a leader in and expanding the game and many with many of the things they've done. And you talked about the, a lot of TVs most likely are going to be turned on this afternoon. Um, much the same as as are on tomorrow morning. You know, the, the, that drive, chip, and putt has become such a big thing. It's amazing. It, it really has. I mean, I remember being at the first one, and you, you weren't quite sure what it was going to be like. And then you see it, and especially if you're on site there, but it's... It, certainly translates through television. I mean, the, the excitement, the enthusiasm, just the feeling that surrounds that. And it, it's a big deal, and it's a fun thing. And, you know, they have a lot of the former champions come by in their, in their jackets and uh, meeting, seeing the kids and all that stuff. I mean, you know, and it's, it's the major championship for a lot of youngsters. I mean, I've, I was recently talking to a kid who won uh, the chipping part of it a few years back. It just, you know, just... You can just see his eyes light up talking about it. The, I covered a couple of the uh, regionals at Oakmont, and those kids got to to compete at the practice range there, which is, you know, in better condition than a lot of golf courses we know. And the funny part was, <laughs> you talk to the kids, and and they know they won, but especially the little ones. They have no idea what Augusta National is and what the Masters is. All they have is this big smile on their face because they know they won something. That was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, you talk about growing the game. I think now, I don't know how many kids are going to be sitting around watching it themselves if they're not involved in golf, but I think it, it's just, you know, it, it makes the game a little more approachable. It, it's look what you can do. And, I mean, shoot, they're pretty darn good at what they do, too, aren't they? <laughs> I was I was ashamed at some point <clears throat> relating my game to that. Um, let's talk about the tournament, tournament, as they call it down there. Um, everybody, well, not everybody, but the favorite seems to be Rory. Um, he certainly seems to be on his game. Uh, I kind of like Justin Rose who has been on his game for quite a while now. Where are you leaning? Well, I, I think you start at the right point. Uh, I think Rory is the favorite right now. I mean, there's a whole group of players, but given what he's done, I mean, he's been so good this year. I mean, and, and it's whatever five-stroke play events he's played, he's won one and not finished outside the top six in any of them, and then you know, he had a chance to win the match, but he ran into Tiger, and he made he got himself hit one bad shot there on that 16th hole, and made him made a mess of a hole he was going to win. Yep. And then a blues in and sort of stalked away in a huff, I think, and because I'm sure because he was frustrated because he knows he ought to be feels like he ought to win everything he's playing right now, and I think you know he's going down there. We all talk about it every year, and we'll continue to until it changes. But the chance to win the career Grand Slam, and that's a big thing to put on anybody's shoulders but I think he sort of made peace with that and I think you know he's had chances and I mean he could have won last year and I remember standing on the second hole he had 
started to do three shots back on Sunday. Picked up a shot on Monday after, I mean, on the first hole after a bad tee shot. And then hit that second shot in there to about four or five feet at the second hole for Eagle and missed it. And you could and read matches and birdie for birdie, and suddenly you could sort of feel the air go out of him a little bit. And I don't know. I think he's got to get past those things. And I think he he plays with – he's such a confident player, especially when he gets going. I think if, as long as he can see a couple putts go in, because you – if you start getting tentative on the greens at Augusta, I mean that's that's as much trouble as if you're trying to be aggressive on those greens. And I think he, the key for him, as it is for most people, is just to see a few putts go in and you know let it, the hole look a little bigger to him. And, and but I still like his chances. And Justin Rose, I mean, he's the ultimate grinder and meticulous player in Augusta. For all it's, it doesn't have as much room as it used to with what they've done with some of the tee shot areas. But uh, I mean, he's he's just we always figure he's going to be around just a classic grinder but you know in a more refined kind of way i think yeah that's a good way to describe him uh ron green jr from global golf post is joining me this morning on the fan hotline which is brought to you by armstrong business so we talked about a couple guys who who will be favored uh, highly you have a dark horse or two? I wouldn't call him a dark horse. I'm going to be, like a lot of people, be really interested to see how Jordan Speed plays. Now, he's off to a good start down in San Antonio. But, I mean, he's been fighting it pretty hard. I mean, first of all, it's the putting thing. He feels like he's got that sort of put back together. But full swing issues, I mean, going into this week, he's hitting 48% of his fairways, which, I mean, that's starting to get into numbers I'm familiar with. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you back out the times he's hitting an iron or a fairway wood off the tee you figure what his driving numbers are uh you know are not very good and you know he's you know he's always open been talking about trying to work through some things got into some bad habits and you know it, it's going well so far in san antonio but i think he's a guy who to me plays you talk about emotion i think augusta just elevates him the way it has through the years phil mickelson i think maybe all jordan speech needs is just sort of driving down Magnolia Lane and getting there. Because, I mean, he plays uh, sort of soulful golf. I mean, he's he's not the technician that some other guys are, I think. You know, I think he's gotten in trouble trying to be so technical now. But I just, you know, he didn't play that great last year, and then he comes to Sunday and does what he does, and he's one tee shot away from possibly winning another Masters and shooting 62. So uh, I think he's, he's maybe the most interesting player to me going down there. In the in the last minute, Ron, the, the question you know a lot of people are wondering, and they'll be very much keen on him this week. Can Tiger win the Masters and and or any major at this point? I think for sure Tiger could win the Masters or, or any major. I think you watch him play, and I mean his golf swing is. I mean it's maybe not as long and fluid and uh, athletic as it was when he was playing under Butch Harmon, say, but I mean, he it's in a really good place and he he's so fundamentally sound right now. Uh, you know, it's not been a spectacular start to the season, but he had a good week at Austin. I mean, missed a putt to extend the match, or he could have been playing deep into that thing, and I just think you know, he there's, there's a value to having played a lot of tournaments down there. And I mean, it's 
it's almost hard to believe that it's been 14 years since Tiger won a Masters down there. Right? To that baby, Chris DeMarco, I mean, that's, that's a long time ago. Now, there's been a handful of years he didn't even give himself a chance. But, I mean, he always puts himself in position, I think, ultimately on the weekend. Now, he has not been a good starter. I mean, he's only broken 70 one time on Thursday in his career. And he's shot 74, 75, 76 more than once down there to start off. So he's played from behind. Yeah. I think he needs to get off to a good start, and if he can do that, then I think that sort of changes the whole tenor of the thing for him. Yeah. Well, Ron, as always, I appreciate you coming on with me. Uh, love getting your insight and perspective on these things. Uh, have a great week in Augusta, and um, we'll get you back on again soon. Thanks. Enjoyed it, and uh, – Glad you guys can talk some golf up there. I know it seems to me y'all have had a few football topics to talk about here lately, so I'm glad you got some golf talk, too. Yeah, I'm done with football talking now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ron, we'll talk soon. All right, bye-bye. Ron Green, Jr. from the Global Golf, golf Post. Heck of a writer, good guy. All right, it's time for a break on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 